Hello and welcome to Everyday Strength, a podcast where we talk to real people with real stories about strength and fitness in their everyday lives. I'm Katie Feely, your host and the owner of Power Plant Gym. Today we're talking with Chris Langell. Chris is the founder of Advisor Evolved, a web development and marketing company, and he's also a husband and a dad to two boys. So Chris, thanks for being here. Um, just to get started, what is your athletic background? Did you play sports growing up? Yep, played sports. Um, you know, my career as a uh, semi-professional athlete ended in like eighth grade though, because I was a late bloomer. You know, when you're three and a half feet tall, until you're like 27, that kind of like messes up your, uh, messes up your athletic career. So, uh, but no, I, I played high school baseball, high school basketball. I played football. I swam. I literally did whatever I could do that was legal that would get me out of my house. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely consider myself a uh, pretty well-rounded athlete in that regard. Cool. So did playing sports through your whole life influence the way that you feel about physical activity or working out when you were like in high school and playing and then how did that carry over to now for sure um you know it's one of those things that you know when you are competitive about certain things it that competitiveness kind of drives you to keep on going with it um you know sometimes life gets in the way of that and you you're not always able to work out or do what you want to do physically but uh, no doubt, you know, my, my younger years and like playing all those sports 100%, um, you know, once it's in you, it's, it's, I think it's in you for life. And it's just a matter of being able to, um, to do it and execute it, you know, when you have the ability to do that. What do you think then is the biggest difference between training, aside from the obvious that like, obviously, like being younger, you're going to recover faster. Like what would be like the, the biggest difference training as an adult with responsibilities and kids and stuff versus training as a younger athlete? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So obviously, like recovery is a big thing, stretching, warming up you know, uh, you know me pretty well at this point, I get down there at least a half an hour before we work out to, uh, to warm up. So, um, you know, obviously as you get older, things uh, are not as fluid as they once were. And so you have to put some more preparation time into that and recovery. But, um, you know, I would say that when you're younger, you're not really doing a lot of strength-based training per se, at least I didn't, you know, I was more of like run here, run there, catch this ball, throw this ball. Like, you're not, you know, I didn't pick up a, uh, a barbell until a couple years ago. So um, it's a little bit different in terms of what you're doing day to day to train and, you know, keep yourself moving. So then what made you decide to pick up a barbell then as an adult? Yeah, well, I could tell you a long story, but I'll, I'll try to keep it short. You know, one of my neighbors is uh, an ex-NFL player, uh, one of my good friends, and he's also a member at, at Power Plant Tree. And he was sort of my motivating force to get me into the gym. He was a member there before I was and uh, pulled me off my couch one day and said, come on, man, let's go get a workout in. And uh, obviously being intimidated because he's a beast in every conceivable way in the gym, um, I was kind of skeptical, you know, not skeptical, but just like intimidated, went in, loved it, and, um, you know, have been, a have been a member ever since. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to, uh, I guess, get past your, that intimidation factor and your gym honestly has been 
an awesome way to uh, to help with that. And I see that with other members as well. It's just it's a great environment to uh, to work out in. So then, would you say that that intimidation factor was like a, the biggest barrier getting started as an adult, coming from like you know? Because I know, like for me, when I stopped playing sports competitively in college, it's kind of like where do I go next? Um, and I I never really touched a barbell until after I graduated from college, and it was. I was intimidated to be in the gym. Um, so even like being a lifelong athlete, there's still that, that intimidation factor for sure. So I don't know. I'm curious if that's like the experience that you had as well. Yeah. hundred percent, you know, um, <clears throat> that the intimidation factor, but also like literally not knowing what to do when you get to the gym. Like I'm the type of person that I need that ongoing, um, no- motivation, that ongoing instruction so that I, don't just do the same exact workout every time I come to the gym and, and not really see any gains. Um, so that ongoing support, ongoing instruction, ongoing training, you know, the community that um, that's helped me like a lot. Uh, and I can tell again that it's helped other people there in the gym, but yeah, I would say the intimidation factor and then not knowing what to do. I think those are two big, I guess, maybe barriers that would keep anybody out of the gym. But again, you guys do an awesome job with that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and speaking of other things that require lots of motivation, you own, you started and own your own small business. Um, mm-hmm. and you have two kids and you have a spouse. So obviously you have a lot going on. Um, what are some of the challenges that you run into juggling work time, family time, not just work, but having to run your own business and you're paying other people's salaries and, um, how do you, how do you juggle all of that and make time still to get to the gym? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, time the time factor is a real, it's a real challenge, you know, no matter what you do, I'm, I'm in a fortunate situation where I live like not even a mile from the gym so I can get there quickly. And I'm also fortunate enough to work from home. So, um, I'm not punching a clock and I can kind of, I have a little bit of flexibility where I can get out. A lot of people can't say either of those two things so definitely a challenge you know both my kids play sports um they both play baseball right now the season just started and there's literally a practice six days a week between the both of them um and i'm coaching my one son's team so i i like i don't have the i can't just dip out on practices anymore i have to actually be there on the field like a good father and uh (laughs) and teach the kids but it's challenging it's um you know i i have a the type of job where it doesn't run by itself, you know, like I have to actually be at my desk talking to people, helping people. Um, And so, you know, I I have to be here a lot. And I, you know, I've been through phases where I've worked, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours a day, worked weekends to get things going to offer people support when they needed it. So it's definitely challenging. Um, You had a, you had a conversation with me one time where I was kind of a, not knowing which direction I wanted to go at the gym, whether I wanted to do CrossFit or I wanted to do strength training or I wanted to do my own thing. And, you know, you, you said something to me that, that stuck with me and you were just like, dude, it's three hours a week. Like, can, can you figure that out? Three hours a week. And, uh, you know, that, that was, you know, that made me in my mind, I was like, dude, that's so true. It's, it's really not that bad. And now I'm there way more than three hours a week. I mean, I'm there five days a week for, you know, two hours a day. So um, it's challenging, but it's also one of those things where once you 
you make it a point to get it into your routine, it, it honestly is not that bad. And it just becomes part of your life and it becomes part of your daily routine. And now I'm at the point where if I miss a day, I'm like, man, like I feel like I'm losing ground. I need to like do a workout in my house or like back squat my six year old or something like that to like get some exercise in that day. But it's uh, funny how that works, you know? Yeah. So it's, um, it's funny that you mentioned the three hours thing. I think that that's something that I, uh, I actually, even being physically in the gym for most of the day, I'm like, it's really not that much time to get, like, you don't have to go a million hours or a million times just to get, get rolling and get good results out of it. And now I can't get rid of you, but (laughs) still still really all it takes is, is, you know, a couple hours a week. And, um, I also, I didn't realize you were coaching baseball too. Yeah. Coach Chris, coach Chris in the heezy. Oh man. So, so the boys, uh, so you're coaching baseball. So the boys both play. What is it like having grown up playing sports? And I know that you're a fairly competitive person, um, watching your kids play sports and how do you kind of, uh, I guess, keep your own background in check or help them and see Mm -hmm. them be competitive or not competitive or athletic or not athletic. What's that like for you? Yeah, so I've gotten a lot better with that. Um, if you asked me this question a couple years ago, I would have given you a completely different answer. You know, my, my two kids are completely different. My my son, Luke, who's six, is like a complete clone of me. He's he's very competitive and hyper and jumping around and like jumps from the top of the refrigerator to the sink to the couch, like without trying to touch the ground. He's basically like a wild animal in my house most of the time. My older son, uh, Cole, who's 10, is very docile from a personality perspective, but he's completely obsessed with baseball. There was a point in time where he didn't really act like he cared. He was on the field just kind of catching butterflies and not paying attention. So, you know, when you have to take a couple hours out of your day to go to their practice and they don't don't act like they care and you're competitive, it's like, you know, think of, um, I don't know, like Michael Jordan you know, at basketball practice and his two kids are like messing around and not paying attention. Like, you know, it's hard now. Thankfully they're older. They're a little bit older. So they are better at, they're paying more attention now. Their attention span is a little bit better, but no doubt there's times where, you know, I want to be that crazy parent and like run up to Luke when he's, you know, not hitting the ball and be like, dude, spread your feet out and like hunch down. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not ready to hit the ball or, you know, yell at Cole or whatever. Like, I'm trying not to be that, like, you know, crazy baseball parent. Uh, But at the same time, you know, obviously help them grow in the right way and um, be the best possible player that they can be so they can have fun doing it, you know? Is it hard to coach your own kid? I'm sure that, like, my dad coached me. I started playing t-ball when I was five, and my dad coached me in softball all the way through high school um, for my rec team and my travel team. And... I didn't start actually listening to him until it was way too late. Um, and I'm sure and I know I was not always the most fun kid for him to coach. Um, so what's it like coaching your own kid too? Yeah, it, it is challenging. It's funny that you say that because uh, my kids don't listen to me any day of the week, let alone baseball practice. So that's a challenge in and of itself. Just get them to pay attention to me. So a lot of times I'll have one of the other coaches Um, if if he needs to be like put in check, you know, I'll make sure someone else does it because, you know, you always respect someone else more than you do your own parents. I guess that's how that always has worked out. Right. 
Always. <laughs> My dad is a phenomenal coach, and I just did not – nearly take advantage of that until it was far far too late in my uh in my career but uh I'm lucky though because we did at, at one point we um we coached a couple of teams together which was fun uh to be able to to share that experience too but I and I'm like listen to him he knows what he's doing and I <laughs> I didn't but I should have um so it, it's cool and I was actually coached I, I pitched and I was coached by a father daughter pitching coach team. Um, so I, like, I've, it's been cool to see, like, I value that connection between a parent and a child competing and coaching and, and going through that whole sports process together growing up. I think it's really cool. And it's definitely it, was part of my life. Yeah, no, it, it's awesome. Cause you know, in many ways I'm trying to, um, you know, break a, a cycle that I went through as a child where I didn't really have, um, you know, a two, I didn't have a two parent household. My mom worked a lot. Like I didn't really, my parents were not involved in my childhood sports that much. Um, so like, it's awesome for me to be able to do that. Um, and also, you know, be present in their life in that way where it, it actually like, it actually matters and it has like a tangible impact on their upbringing. The one thing that like, I, I don't mind if they strike out or if they, pop out or if they miss a throw or whatever, I just want them to pay attention and, and listen to people. Um, and that obviously like when they're six and 10, that's a challenge for any little kid, you know, they, they're off in their own little world sometimes, but overall it's, it's, you know, I have no complaints. I love it. It's, it's awesome to be able to spend time with them like that and uh, you know, help them, help them grow. Cause everything or most of the things that I learned in sports, I, I was self-taught where I learned from like watching other people, you know, on the playground or whatever, I didn't have a ton of professional instruction in my life. So it's cool to be able to like provide that to them. And cause you know, the best way to learn is like through trial and error. And I feel like that's been, you know, a lot of my life, <laughs> at least my childhood with sports, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I like just being able to, to go through the process of like trying something, failing, knowing that that's okay. And then showing your kid that they can also try something, fail, get better, learn and improve. Like that's being able to pass that down is, is really, is really cool. So I think, yeah. I mean, it's no secret that I'm an advocate of kids playing sports, but. That's yeah. And you, you've seen, you've seen Luke in the gym, he comes in there and people will be like deadlifting and he just gets right in their way. He's like clapping two five pound plates together. He doesn't know what he's doing. He just, he's having a blast, like just in there. He loves to be in there and like try to do stuff. So it's, it's cool to see them have that, like, hunger for it you know at such a young age Luke's outfits for the gym are also my favorite yeah he, he's he's you know I mean he's pretty much a stud I mean you know <laughs> after his dad is he matches I mean what can I say the sweatband it's the sweatband <laughs> <laughs> no doubt um, cool so we I think it's it's cool to hear um, that kind of like passing, especially because it was so similar to my experience too, of, of passing on that love of sports and physical activity and, and everything um, for, for just life in general. So with, the, with sports in mind and also with lifting in the gym in mind, um, what kind of impact does that have on your career and or your home life? Like, is there stuff that you've kind of carried through from sports in the gym that you see reflected in the in those other phases of your life absolutely um you know so much of life i think in my opinion is mental um you, you know your mental strength um and willpower <laughs> those are two things that 
it's helped me with a lot. Um, you know, when you're in the gym and you're trying to get that last rep and you're just dying and you don't think you can do it, being able to actually do it, that's huge for your mental strength, not just your, your physical strength, but in your mind, like giving you the confidence that you can do things, but also giving you the ability to um, maybe say no to certain things and just be stronger mentally. Like I told you before, my one neighbor is a, a former NFL player and my other neighbor that lives directly next door to him um, loves to party. You know, he's always cooking out, drinking. And, um, you know, I haven't been over there in like six to seven months because I'm trying to be mentally strong and, and, you know, set a good example for the kids and just be, be more healthy and not fall into that trap, you know. Um, but I think the mental stuff, like, you know, um, I, I, I can't lie to you and tell you that um, it helps me with like, you know, aggression and stuff like that. Like there's definitely times where I snap at my kids or, or, you know, I get upset about something and I try to like rein that in, but, um, which I think is normal. Hopefully, you know, I'm, I don't sound like a crazy person here, but, um, I think it's the, for me, it's the mental part of it, you know, the physical thing, like get it, getting in there and like exerting some energy and like feeling like you accomplished something is awesome. Um, but there's, there's definitely been days, a lot of days where I come down there to like get the crazy out, you know, like I'm just trying to, you know, just let my mind drift off for a couple of hours. So I'm not thinking about like the work stuff or like the, you know, any other stuff that might be going on in my life at that point. So for me, that's been the biggest I guess maybe gain that I've been able to, uh, you know, to do since, since being a member there. That's awesome. Yeah. I love, and, um, you normally come into the, the noon class and it's one of the things that I notice a lot about the people that come midday is it's like, it's such a nice break. And so often like, you know, your job is stressful and like some of the other guys in the, in the business park, like they come in and you can tell when they're stressed out and it's, I always am like, <laughs> Hey, it's lifting time. Like this should be like a yep. fun, relaxed hour of your day, burn off some energy, feel good, accomplish something like being able to build that in, um, and, and use it. Like it very quickly, I think goes from being something that like you have to do to something that you really want to do because it, it provides that kind of outlet. Um, and I try yep. and I do my workouts too, personally, like in the middle of my work blocks. So that I like, it's, I just have, it's like a mental and physical reset where I can like get up, move, do something, accomplish something, and then sit down and focus and get back to the stuff that, that needs doing. So it's, it's yep. nice to have that, that ability for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. It's, it's, um, I feel like, you know, no matter, no matter what uh, situation you're in in life, you know, you, you, your mental makeup is like such a, you know, it's just such an important part of your life. You know, um, you could be in the greatest shape in the world, but if you're not right in the head, you know, like that, that can present its own challenges. So, um, that's, that's been the biggest thing for me. Awesome. I'm glad that we were able to, we can provide just like, you know, it was just like a tiny little space for you to come and get the, get the crazy out. Cause there's plenty of crazy. Um, a lot of crazy. <laughs> we, you, you, welcome, you, we welcome that. You, you actually could probably charge me a little bit more because, you know, you're also like a counselor in some ways too, you know, so well, there should be some therapy, therapy sessions in there. One of many services that we provided. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, I think that is a, a great way to wrap it up. So I appreciate you being here and sharing um, 
your stuff, the kids stuff and, and your story. And, uh, so yeah, so that's it for, uh, this episode of everyday strength. Thanks to Chris for joining us. Thanks to you for listening. And if you want to share your story of everyday strength or learn more about what strength training can do for you, you can shoot me an email at katie at thepowerplantgym.com. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Katie Feely, and I'll talk to you soon.